0: For 25% off your DNA test kit. Welcome to the Mom Show. Are you interested in hearing inspiring cannabis stories told by real women, moms, and caregivers who are breaking barriers by building businesses in the emerging cannabis industry? This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber. I'm a former family law attorney and mother of two. And I've been talking with women from Coast to Coast who are leaders in the revolution of cannabis and caregiving. Along with my Canna sister, realtor, cancer survivor, and mom, Amy Searles. Hi, Amy. Hey there, I'm back. I'm back. She's back. We are <laughs> on we are on a mission to empower women-centric cannabis businesses by sharing their stories with you. Today's guests are the founders of Lotus Hemp in South Carolina. They are a mother-daughter team, and you know who I love, a good mother-daughter story. Both of today's guests have powerful journeys from pain and illness to healing and advocacy, beginning over nine years ago and culminating with the launch of Lotus Hemp in 2019. And they just launched their own podcast, The Coffee and Cannabis Show. They are busy ladies. I love that. I do too. So please welcome to The Cannamom Show, Lisa Limehouse and her daughter, Ashley Russell. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, ladies. We are so excited. We are. And we're happy to have you. So I know we have a little bit of technical issues today, which we're going to conquer. So let me just, you just start talking. Start telling me about your cannabis story. I know how it started with your your mom, Lisa, and how that, you know, your travels, your ministry, you know, Ashley's wedding planning, all the things, how it led to this moment.
1: Well, Ashley, do you want to go first or you want me to? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. How about it? It's, I mean, well, story,
2: I so it's kind of one of those where we just kind of it all messes together. So
1: That's perfect, and and this is true. So uh, basically, for me, um, my dealing, you know—as a teenager, you know, you kind of dabbled in cannabis back in the day. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And then, you know, I think everybody, when you come across their path, will have the same kind of story. Um, and then I was in full-time ministry uh, for about a range of 15 years. And so traveling overseas, I was able to um, have the opportunity to experience firsthand herbal medicine. Yeah. And so it was not unlikely for uh, the people that I was staying with in some of the third-world countries you know, that I had visited that they would go outside in the backyard, they would grab some herbs if I was not feeling well. They would mortar them up in the kitchen, give them to me and say, drink this, Sister Lisa, you'll feel better. And so, you know, I really started learning about herbal medicine during my travels. Fast forward to a number of years ago, my mother was diagnosed with multiple myeloma. And um, having, you know, cancer, you, you immediately... Start saying, you know, what can we do? What can we do? And so I went back to some of those roots and started looking at, um, you know, essential oils, herbs, things of that nature Mm -hmm. to try to help her along the way. And um, now my mom has since passed on, but Mm -hmm. um, it kind of opened up my eyes. Thank you. It kind of opened up my eyes to the reality of. Uh, plant-based medicine, because I did see right. some great things happen. And right. I was using them myself for yep. um, autoimmune disease. I deal with Hashimoto's uh, thyroid uh, disease. So started wow. using it, you know, and started seeing some benefits. And so I uh, didn't really think about diving into cannabis as plant medicine until my daughter, who is also my business partner, yeah. Was diagnosed with MS, and then wow. the whole ball game changed. So of Ashley, course. I'm not gonna let yeah. you kick in at this point. Welcome, Ashley. Yeah, it's
2: quite the story, isn't it?
0: Are you gonna start with your little trucks? And uh, Ashley was telling about her food trucks and her things that she was doing. I love those; That's so cute. Before she actually got into this mm. business, oh, goodness. she's an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, a so, real entrepreneur.
2: Yeah. Well, so I've I've actually owned a couple businesses um, in the past, and I was a wedding planner for ten years, and um, I loved it. It just was a lot of work and it was a lot of um, physical work. And so um, I also owned a, an ice cream cart business um, called Really Good Ice Cream. And oh, that's um, so both funny. are created it, around It's cute.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love it.
2: So it's like a European ice cream cart that I imported from um, the UK. And it just, you know, it, it's like your whole life, everything. Um, brings brings it around full circle so that you're, yeah. you know, like you, you go, well, why am I working this little tedious job? But then, mm-hmm. you know, eight years down the road, you're like, oh, yeah, well, that was why. So, right.
1: um,
2: but during the process of those two businesses um, in 2015, I was actually diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And, I mean, of course, as any teenager would, you – I wouldn't even say dabble. I think my mom
1: dabbled. I think I was pretty hardcore. And so – and just <laughs> that was pretty, when I was that's, that that's on point, Ashley. That's on point. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so um, I had my
2: fair share of, of party nights in high school, and sure. um, so I was definitely well aware of what um, how cannabis can make you feel, but I wasn't right. very aware of how cannabis um, could benefit you medicinally. And so, fast forward to 2015 with the diagnosis, um, which actually um, February 4th was five years diagnosed. And, um, so that was kind of like my little anniversary of it. But, oh, wow. Um, well, happy anniversary. Yeah. My, and it, my husband's like, why, why do you celebrate that? And I was like, I don't really know, but.
0: Like, I understand. I yeah. It. Yeah. I
2: understand yeah. It's a moment that changed your life, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was, it was definitely life changing. Um, and yep. through that, the day after diagnosis, I went gluten free, um, the next, Year, I stayed gluten free, but I wasn't. I mean, you know, I was still eating processed foods and still doing all the things that I shouldn't. Um, right. And working, you know, being a wedding planner and still doing business stuff. And then slowly, just progressively um, got worse. I tried a few oh. um, conventional medications. Um, and two of them, one actually landed me with shingles on Thanksgiving. Oh. And then oh my the next one, yeah, it was terrible, terrible. That's so scary. Um, and then the second medication was not strong enough. And so it was like I had done nine months worth of shots for no reason. Um, oh. and so after that, you know, it's just tiring. And so finally I was like, all right, enough is enough. I'm just not going to do medication at all. And, um, just sort of seek to see what, what else is out there. And so. And Lisa, can I just ask a question?
0: Actually, I just, I what? want to ask I'd also want to ask your mom a question. So when you're. Ashley was going through this. I mean, as a mom, I t- think you know, what were your reactions? How were you dealing with her or how were you feeling with your, you know, you're in this industry now, you know what it does or and you lived a different sure, world, sure. but how did you feel about um you know, taking her her decision to go off traditional medicine or not traditional uh you know, uh the medications she was taking that were making her ill. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, the diagnosis was tough because it, you know, Her diagnosis came in in the midst of my mom's battle with cancer, and so having your mom and then your daughter, you know. And uh, so it was very difficult. But I will tell you, I am Ashley's biggest, besides her husband, her biggest advocate when it comes to plant-based medicine. Um, I would go to, uh, you know, the MS Institute with her, and I was always saying, let's seek something alternative. I don't like the side effects. I was always in the corner of plant-based medicine so when yeah. she decided to do this i was like girlfriend i'm <laughs> cheering you the entire uh, way i mean i've learned so much from amazing. my daughter and yeah. it has helped me to turn uh, my health around as well that's a that's a good uh, story that's a good
0: uh, how did people outside and i said i don't I, I assume south carolina is a little traditional i don't know how people reacted to you yeah. or family uh, how, how did that uh, go down
2: well, I don't think that they were completely like family wasn't necessarily against it, but I would say, um, I think that a lot of people are like, you're kind of crazy for not doing conventional medication, but, but on the flip side of that through the years, I've actually had numerous people come up to me and say, you're not on medicine. What are you doing? And you, you are functioning and you don't have new lesions. So, you know, what are you doing and can you help me?
0: Nice. And so,
2: you know, through all of that, I've made great friends and I've actually Mm -hmm. had people come to me, um, exclusively like where they're like, no one else knows, but I want to, I want you to help me and help me through my diagnosis. And, um, yeah. So it's been, um, it's been a wild ride and it's been fun. Um, I mean, I have my good days and my bad days. Of course. Um, so you know, I just, you know, I, I'm. I wouldn't say that. You know, I'm on CBD every day. Oh I take vitamins and um, minerals. I eat a plant-based diet. I mean, I'm super uh, strict. And um, I mean, if I lose any more weight, <laughs> not <laughs> not on purpose. My husband's like, what's, right. what's going on? I'm like, I'm Whoa. just eating normal food, you know. <laughs> like, and she normal. does healthy food. <laughs>
0: So the healthy food is like where people want to go, right? I mean, this is we're talking about, you know, we've added so many things into our systems that maybe our systems can't handle. And we took cannabis out so long ago from the food systems. You know, we're we're in the stream Mm -hmm. back. You guys are like shifting it back. All right. So you you both had some illnesses, 2015. And then how did this work? How did you decide you're going to do a business together?
2: Well, um, we actually had dabbled in, um, you know, CBD with a different company. And we actually had looked for other products out there and we tried different um, products for CBD and we, we basically just decided to do our own. Um, right. we, we were at the point where we were like, well, we're not really finding what we want
1: and we're not yeah. really
2: finding the actual um, medicinal help that we want to achieve. And so we decided to launch Lotus. And um, after weeks of sitting around in my living room, you okay. know, running through names we finally came up with lotus hemp
1: and we were like well i guess that's it so
0: so how did, how how did that how had that um, name stick just in terms of what does it mean to you and your mom um
1: actually i'll just tell you that name came i was actually doing my bible study that morning i was at ashley's home and cuz we had just kind of camped out for days on the business and i was in the midst of my bible study and i came across um, a scripture and and all of a sudden, there it was, um, In it, it it was actually a Hebrew name for Lotus, but it, it talked about the ability to persevere through any kind of strife and chaos to be able to yeah. excel and succeed. And I just looked at Ashley and I went, Lotus. <laughs> yeah. I love that. All right. This, I love that. Yes. And I gave her the scripture and I said, uh, and look at what this means, Ashley. This is what we've been through our entire life. This is right. what we we have endured the the ability to endure, and so the name just it stuck.
0: Can I, Lisa? Can I just go back to your can I go back to your ministry? I love talking about religion, <laughs> politics, and cannabis. So you know, let's mix it all together. I just love the idea that you're going into your um, community who may have you know, pretty serious taboos against this product. This um, Plant and how it works, and, and you're actually talking and standing up in your community and being a leader. I love that. Can you talk a little bit more about what you're
1: doing? I I think that's vitally important. Um, you know, when you're in the ministry and your you know eyes are on you, and you've traveled and you've spoken, and people know that and they've known you and they followed you for years and, and all of a sudden you shift and you're talking about this controversial cannabis plant, Right, right. people uh, take, people take <laughs> notice and they're like, wait really? a minute, what in the world has happened? Did you spend a little too much time in Jamaica yeah. around the one love, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but the reality is this, I, I'm coming from a place um, and, and a platform really to let people know in, in, in the, Christian community, that God has blessed us with plant-based medicine. That's right. what they used in the biblical times, and what they've used then is still for today. That has not changed. And That's so right. we've been given blessings from this plant that has You know, over 50,000 different uses and just in Israel alone, the research behind this plant is amazing Mm -hmm. of how it can help from brain health to cardiovascular health to, you know, our uh, endocrine system. The endocannabinoid system, our skin, it not only helps humans, but it also helps pets. And so for me, It it was like God has given us something great, and it's time to stop with the propaganda, it's time to educate the Christian community in what God has blessed us with, and then let us move forward to tear, tear down the stigma and, and use it properly. Listen, I'm a firm believer that the devil can take anything and use it for bad. People can glutton right. when they have too much food. Wow. They can overdrink. You can overindulge yeah. on TV. Yep. So awesome. I know that yeah. there's a bad side to this that a lot of people hone in on, but there is a good side mm-hmm a really there's a side. good side. I That'd love that. <laughs> okay, oh. that
0: is not a normal conversation people think about cannabis, but I think it's so important. I just again, it's not. I don't know how. I sometimes talk about morality and biology when this, and we've created it to be a moral issue, but it's a biology issue. This is a plant that works with our own bodies, and yeah, getting rid of that taboo. It's at all every at every level. Thank you, Lisa. That's awesome. I love that. You're welcome. Yes. You. All right. So let's <laughs> let's go back to you. And I gotta say, I love the persevere the whole lotus plant um i am jewish i'm going to look up the hebrew word because i always say if i ever got a tattoo it would be nevertheless i persisted but maybe now i need to get like a lotus
2: right (laughs) well we actually found so it's from the um it's in job so i believe job
1: 41 okay 42 i believe so actually yeah yeah
2: yeah, I'd have to pull it back up, but yeah, if you, if you want to pinpoint the version. <laughs> I would love it. Okay,
0: all right. Let's move forward. Yeah. So let's go forward. You guys are, so now you're in this world, you both believe, you know, uh, actually, what's the status of cannabis in South Carolina? What's the legal status?
2: No legality at all. None. <laughs> oh. Like, no, we're not medicinal. We're not anything. Aww. And so basically, if you want anything, then you're a criminal. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Ridiculous. Cool.
0: We're
1: looking right, so
0: for legalization. Yeah, hardcore. All right. Is there I mean I I follow some of the legislation across the country. What's the status in your Congress now? Like what is there anything are uh, bills? Anything?
2: Well, there is a bill, um, and actually in January, January twenty second, they um a bunch of people went up to the state um house and lobbied and basically brought it in front of legislation and said, Here, these are our um like sworn statements and this is like our our story and we want you to hear it so that when um, voting does come, they can take yep. that into consideration. So nothing has really passed since then.
0: But you have a strong voice. I mean, you have a good voice for them to hear. I say this about myself. I say, like, you know, I, I play tennis. <laughs> I wear pearls. Like, you know, and I know I love, I'm a lawyer and I like to talk municipal law. So I can go talk to people who are <laughs> kind of scared of this and they're not as scared of me. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, it seems like you yeah. have a really good opportunity to be those people who, I don't know, it's hard to change people's minds. We know this for a fact, but you come at it in such a way that I think maybe people could hear it from you. So good luck. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Well, thank okay. you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. And, you know, and one, one of the reasons coffee... why we
1: launched... i oh, am sorry. Yeah. You go. Okay. <laughs> sorry. One of the reasons why yeah. we, we launched Lotus and even the Coffee and Cannabis show was... First and foremost, of course, we launched it because we wanted the health benefits for us, our families, and to reach a wide mass and help people in general. But also, yeah. we wanted to be able to get in and have a platform early on, especially in South Carolina, mm-hmm. and start educating people on the reality of cannabis and CBD so that when we do hit that legislation and finally nationwide we are legal, that we would be at the forefront of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you must have, in terms of like, I know I've talked to people in Kentucky in terms of growth, like for hemp, is South Carolina another one of those states where they, uh, farmers want it?
2: Yeah, they actually, um, I read something this morning, they actually just opened up um, to where, and I I have to read the article fully, so don't, please don't think that this is written (laughs) in stone, but I believe the article said something like, um, there's not a cap on how many hemp farms that are allowed in South Carolina, so that's a push in the right direction. And it's good for and we do Definitely. a we,
0: yeah, we do a um we do a podcast uh about climate change and cannabis. You know, and just talking about just like the idea that planting fields of hemp has to be good for the earth. It can't be hurting, right?
1: Oh, I don't know. Oh my gosh. All. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, my... the benefits are amazing. I mean, just that plant alone uptakes the chemicals, pesticides, the the really bad stuff out of our soil. So mm-hmm. you could plant a crop of that. To really clean the soil around an area and then come back in later and then you have a clean area to plant maybe hemp for industrial purposes or, you know, you go in and plant the cannabis for CBD. So there are just, like I said, 50,000 different uses now for this plant. Yeah. Okay, right. And it, and all right. So,
0: like, I'm actually we're coming up on time, but I want to talk about your um, podcast. Tell me about the coffee uh, oh, and yeah. cannabis show. How it got started. What you hope to do. And I like the name. I love the name, actually. Well,
3: I, <laughs> I, I, I love the yeah. too, and it's two of my favorite things. I, I love coffee. <laughs> I'm I'm literally sitting outside a coffee place in Williamsburg, and I'm going to go in right after this. And oh, they have such good coffee. So, <laughs> and I'm going to smoke. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to smoke a joint. And drink the coffee. So there you go. At the same time. Nice. And the- okay, I know it's
1: wrong to be envious, but I'm just saying I'm envious.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so we actually started the coffee and cannabis show, um, and we actually get that a lot when we interview people. They're like, two of my favorite things," you know. Oh, totally. um, so you're, y'all are in good company, apparently. Um, okay. <laughs> but we we started um, the the show just. You know, I I think it was just kind of on a whim. It was like, Hey, let's let's add this to the mix and um, we actually started I, I kind of took it hard and I was like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna hit the heavy hitters, we're gonna hit the leading industry people. First off, we're not gonna ease into this and we're we're just gonna Smart. go for it. And <laughs> we have had so much good feedback from people. I mean, we we interviewed yesterday, um, the founder of elementa oh, nice. um oh. are you y'all, y'all yeah, her?
3: Great.
2: yeah 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 so we got to interview her um we have done lisa who else have we done we've done oh, a, a uh, CD, the, a nurse. the ceo
1: of yeah the medical marijuana nurse her name is elisa mcmillan and she's actually located here in charleston south carolina the so perfect. she's really hitting the ground hard in charleston um, so she was a fabulous source of uh, information, and then the okay. CEO of Mason Jar Events, and, and the wow. list goes on. And you know, one of the reasons why we also took the platform is education, because you know I'm yeah. I'm a huge educator, of course, being in that realm, speaking for so many years. But I believe that if we can if we can bring the truth about cannabis to to the the masses and really start interviewing people who are, are utilizing this plant for good, they're making an mm. impact, um, that it's going to tear down the walls and it's going to help to move us forward where we need to be so that people can get the help that they need. So that that's kind of one of the reasons why as well that we started coffee and cannabis absolutely
0: yeah that is i you know and that's what we talk about on this show as well is the idea that this is a big world all our voices need to be heard like massachusetts is only so big i started with my massachusetts people but we've been going to events and the women the women in this industry are amazing and we need to hear their stories so the the more platforms the better so thank you ladies great
3: i know and i can't i can't wait to listen i can't wait to listen to your latest podcast with her He's amazing, and, uh, yeah.
0: yeah, this is great. What are you looking for in the future? How are you thinking this is going to go in two years, four years, down in there in South Carolina? Where do you hope it to be?
2: Well, I mean, we we would love for it to blow up. We would love for both Lotus and the Coffee and Cannabis Show um, to blow up and just kind of, like Lisa said before, be that industry leader here in Charleston. Um, mm-hmm. But we would also love for it to be nationwide as well and to get that sure. nationwide recognition um, I mean, as any company would say that, but you know, we <laughs> yeah. we really do want to bring that to um, to people and just and our stories too, because I yeah. mean, having autoimmune, a lot there's so many people that have it and they just they don't know how to deal with it and manage it, and so if it's something that we can bring as a component, then you know we're right there with them. I just think that the medical, I think the
0: medical part is very important, especially if, you know we talk to people who've had other illnesses, of something like you who have found this to cure them or help them or do whatever it is to their bodies to make the middle function better and there are so few there are so few professionals in the medical industry or doctors really who can do can talk to people now so it's important to hear these stories because that's I feel like that's what's influencing the medical people that the doctors are finally hearing it from their patients and you know they're in a very tricky position but your stories are so important it's just the, the healthier we are with the better we Thank are you. the healthier we are the better we'll be as a, a world right
1: and I know that we would love to eventually be able to even do in-person speaking. You know, again. oh, you guys are be like um, a team. Oh,
0: absolutely. You, <laughs> we, we would love that. <laughs> you should come up to Boston when we do like the NICAN. See if you can get into some of the p- speaking panels up here. You guys are, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Massachusetts it's a it's a little tight. You know, you know, it's not that big a state. But you know, I love when people. Well, there's a big one coming up in February, another in March, and uh, so. Yeah, we're going to be, you know, we'll be there, but we love, we love me, everyone. So
1: who knows an in-person coffee and yes. cannabis show. Yes, yes, know. yes, well, Oh, that would go. be
0: great. I think that's I love a good it. idea. All right. So I'm going to just, we're going to go to Amy's favorite thing and then we're going to have to wrap it up. But okay.
3: So I went to a fantastic uh, cannabis social event. It's called Tasting, and I would definitely follow them on Instagram. Um, they're having another event, a private event, March 6th. And they have amazing vendors, food pairings. I went to one in uh, Framingham at Fireside Arts, and it was absolutely fabulous. You know, you walk into this big open, like, warehouse space, and there's artwork. There was a guy doing live art there. There were, you know, you were allowed to smoke and consume, so that was wonderful. There were infused products. Well, not infused, but they had the samples of what it would be like infused. Um, it was just so nice. It was a great event. There were raffles.
0: And it's fun. That's part of this community. It was fun, right? It's like it's fun and informative. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was fun, informative. You got, I got to meet local vendors to see what they're doing. And, you know, there was music. And it was just a lot of fun. I met amazing people. And I really want to go to the next one in uh worcester
0: joyce and Wor- i want you to come with me because worcester is so. the cannabis capital of massachusetts now that's right <laughs> that's summit land it's, a, it's, funny. it's like in the middle that- of the state it's a small city and they start uh, just uh, you know it's very expensive to live in boston now a lot expensive to do anything yeah. here so uh, totally. more, more companies are setting up in the middle of the state where it's less expensive and the, that's where the cannabis is centralized so there you go <laughs> Yeah. There you go,
3: and then you know, with your
0: ticket, you got uh, a little take-home box
3: of samples of things, and it was just great. It was so much fun.
0: All right, so to say the name again one more time, and we'll put in the notes.
3: Oh yeah, it's for Tasting, and the T E R P is capitalized. You get it? <laughs>
0: You'll see it in the notes. All right. <laughs> <For> Terpretising. Terp. <laughs> terp, terp. Yeah, that was my favorite thing. I went this past weekend and it was great. I this loved one. it. All right. So that's awesome. And I haven't seen Amy in weeks, but she does text me when she goes to um. events and <laughs>
3: I know I'm stuck in New York, but I'll be coming back soon. Yeah,
0: soon, she'll be back in Massachusetts. All right, ladies, I can't believe, yeah. but our time is up. Um, so, Whoa. yeah, I know we, we, we would we would love to offer your listeners
1: uh, a special if that's possible.
0: Oh, <gasps> we could. So, uh, yeah, definitely.
1: That would be great. Well, would one- Okay, perfect. Um, for your listeners today, mm-hmm. um, if they use the code Canamom15 mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. checkout on thelotushemp.com they'll get 15% off their entire
0: order. So for my guest today, Lisa Limehouse and her daughter, Ashley Russell of the Lotus Hemp, what's the best way to get in touch with you? What's the best way to follow you? And you know, how can my listeners find you?
2: Yep. So um, you can follow us on Instagram. We are on Facebook as well. Um, and they mirror each other. So um, at the Lotus Hemp is on Instagram and Facebook. And at the Coffee and Cannabis Show is um, on Facebook. And then you can also follow us, um, our personal, which is at the Ashley Russell. And Lisa, what was your personal Instagram? At Lisa J Limehouse.
0: And I'll put that those are all be in the notes if you wanna contact them. So great. Thank you again, Lisa and Ashley. I wanna thank my Canna sister, Amy Searles. I wanna thank the podcast garage right here in Alston, Mass and especially Alice and Isabel for helping me with my technical issues today. Um, <laughs> always something. Thank you. Josh Lampkin for writing and performing the Canamom Theme Music, our new podcast partner, Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Check them out. I want to thank the cannabis business team, Kelly Dolan and Laurie Lennon, our attorney, Kim Kramer of McLean Middleton. And I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the Cannamom Show, where we are talking about integrating cannabis into our lives, changing the narrative around cannabis and caregiving, and empowering women-centric cannabis businesses. One of story at a time. Aim? Yep, I'm
3: Amy Searles. And please follow us on at the Cannamom Show on Instagram, and we're also on Facebook. You could. Can- Get us at our website, thecannamomshow.com, and listen to our podcasts wherever you get them. We're everywhere Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, you name it. You can
0: find us. All right. Yes. You find us. <laughs> I'm your host. I'm your host, Joyce Gerber, and this is The Canamom Show.